0: episode of mcw fancast my name's emma thanks for listening first we would like to apologize that we've not been able to put out a podcast recently uh, it's been way too long since the last one we went away on holiday um, as you might remember and then we got back and life just got in the way a little bit then i got ill i lost my voice um, some might say that that's a bit of a blessing though but it's good to be back and with that, back on form as well for Man City women following their 5-0 win against West Ham at the Academy Stadium on Sunday. Later in the podcast, I catch up with Dave from the OSC answering your questions before looking ahead to our next fixtures away to Everton and Bristol. But this past weekend, saw so the first women's football weekend, resulting in a combined attendance of 74,000 across the country, with four of those games being held in stadiums. The largest turnout being for the North London derby at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, setting a new record of 38,262 for a women's Super League game. I mean, these sort of attendances were just unprecedented last season, and now they're becoming a true reflection of just how far the women's game has come. Long may it continue. On Sunday, Man City welcomed West Ham to the Academy Stadium, it was a dominating display from Nick Cushing's side resulting in a 5-0 win for the Blues after a lulling result City are now back on track and building on from their experiences from the recent performances. At half-time I spoke to Matt from the OSC to get his thoughts on the game and also hear from manager Nick Cushion and Georgia Stanway on a 100th appearance for the club and what's still to come. <laughs> The Academy Stadium. It's half-time, City winning 4 0 What did you make of the first half?
1: Uh, very good. Very good performance. Um, a lot of attacking threat. Passing was brilliant. There's, there's not much else you can say. It was, it was just a good half. I think
0: We needed to be a bit more ruthless, a bit more yeah.
1: clinical. Yeah, I think that's one of the things we've been missing recently. I mean, we, even though we've missed two chances as well, we're not we're not always as clinical as we can be. With Ellen White back up front, yeah, I can't see us not pushing on. This Talk about right
0: place, right
1: time. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I think even as Becky's full-back, adds a added threat down the wing. It's
0: been really good to watch the last two games. I mean, she's certainly had an impact um, playing in that position, playing in that role. It seems to suit
1: her. Yeah, it does. She's got the she's got the engine to get up and down. She's energetic. She's got the technique as well. It's just sometimes her and Tessa will add, don't always have the end products, but I think today they've both been really good.
0: It almost looks as though Tessa's trying too hard. You know what yeah. yeah. sort I of make an impact to make an impression
1: on the game yeah she's i think i think she suffers because she's not always in the, her natural position so sometimes she yeah she, she's not necessarily playing her natural game and she struggles a bit from that but yeah today she, she's not real good i mean she played a few a couple of good balls
0: in and there was one
1: that was absolutely pinpoint and just wasn't able to get the finish yeah for down the wing with um the link up with um becky and then crosses it to white that was a great move, great pinball, yeah, it played really well.
0: I mean, the we weren't really expected to sort of dominate this game against West Ham, you know, considering obviously the last time we played it was at Wembley, you know, and that first half performance at West Ham put in, they gave us a bit of a game, you know, quite surprised that we've actually come out and sort of dominated the first half, you know, it's, we've got the early goal, we're comfortable,
1: what are you expecting from the second half? Yeah, I was expecting the same. A bit a bit of a cagey start I was expecting, and then the weights kicked in. Um, second half-wise, I pretty much expect the same. I can't. See, I hope we get a few um, of the fringe players on, because this is a great opportunity to let them on. Get uh, Lee playing, um, maybe go down the wing, give Becky a rest. I can't see us not attacking again. Just go for the kill. I mean, Nick talked sort of like, uh, towards
0: the international end of the, um, before we went on international break, sorry, about how he didn't feel like Fidalgo was quite ready, and um, which is quite surprising. She's been with us for two months, and you know she's not had that much game time, so she's not really had an opportunity to show us how ready she actually is.
1: Yeah, she's a bit of an unknown quantity when she came, was not she? Um, she's meant to be very good attacking, so this, like, this is a perfect game for her to overlap, and maybe the three at the back system might really help her.
0: And, and Demi seems to be playing a bit more central, so it gives like the opportunity for Steph and Gemma to really push up with this game.
1: Yeah, there doesn't feel like there's a, a lot of attacking threat from West Ham. So the wing-backs is a great game for them to, to push on and give it a go. Maybe at park on in the second half, give a run in the game. Yeah, I think this is a good game to let people experiment a bit more, give a bit more game time.
0: What do you think the end
2: result will be for this one? <laughs>
1: Truthfully, I'd like a six or a seven, but I think mean, that's a bit ambitious. I think five would be, one more in the second half and then you'll be all right.
2: Always, thank
3: you. Very good performance. I think it was pretty similar to the Birmingham performance in the sense of our build-up and the opportunities and the areas we got into, but we were far more clinical today. We took our chances, our set pieces were far better than they've been all season. Um, And to be 4-0 up at half time was really pleasing. Yeah, obviously the players are are, are relaxed and and content and happy that they're 4-0 up because we've had a lot of games here where we've we've only been 1-0 up and the the opposition have been in a game. But you know, I thought that the the pleasing part was how they applied themselves, how the effort, how they worked so hard to make sure that the game stayed at at nil and not allow West Ham to score because West Ham are a good team, but yeah, that really pleased me. A lot of people have a lot, have had a lot to say over those those three games, and, and rightfully so. If we we don't lose three games on the run here, and we did, and we we, t- we took the, the criticism and, and we looked at it ourselves, but we know we're a good team. We know we can win football games, and we just need to get back to the the things that we've consistently done over six seasons to win games. And I thought today we showed all of those traits. The referee sent her off for persistent fouling. Um, you know, she's, she's got real enthusiasm, Georgia Stanway, she wants to get the ball back. And I and I pushed them hard to get in a, in and around the pitch to get the ball back. She'll be disappointed, but it's one she'll learn from. Yeah, I mean, we brought her in at 16. I remember driving all the way to our house in Barrow and sitting with her mum and dad um, because I knew she would be a, a top player and a big player for us. And, you know, whether it be scoring hat-tricks at 16 or scoring in finals in her third season here, um, She's contributing all the time and she's a fantastic player and for us today. I thought she would have got the hat trick today actually because she gets into so many offensive positions, but we then moved the depot and we took Jill off and the she got sent off so she didn't happen to get it. But yeah, she's a top player and I just want to push her hard now so that she reaches her potential. We had a big score against West Ham last year. We had a we had a, a big score today. Um, I think it's because we were clinical today. We could have beat Birmingham 5-0 because we had so many opportunities that we watched all week, but we didn't and, and it allowed Birmingham to be in the game. At Everton, we dominate the game against Everton, but it was only 1-0. The last 20 minutes are an even game and it looks like you might end up with a draw. Today, they've done everything that I've asked them to do and everything that we've spoke about, so we're really pleased. It's really important that we do what we've done today and play well and put a good score on because like when we played at the Etihad and like this women's football weekend, they're huge opportunities because the fans can come out and watch the women's team because the men's team don't play. And we can put on an event where we can showcase, but we have to do our job as coaches, as players. We have to make sure that the City fans that come today have been so entertained that they want to come back and they've enjoyed the day. And I think you know, that's probably the most pleasing part is that we hope that we've extended a, a, almost a, another opportunity for them to come back by playing well. We, knew, we worked hard to get Ellen from January last season so that we we were at the front of the door because um we knew all the other teams and the european teams would want her because she consistently scores goals we knew we would have to keep her fit and we lost her at the start of the season our job now is to keep ellen white fit and she'll consistently score goals for us you can see today she's pro- she, i actually spoke to her she's disappointed she didn't get another because she had two opportunities after it but you know if she continues to score a goal a game she'll do her job for us and
0: in that that like, of performance, off her as well was
3: like, yeah i spoke to the physios and the doc really because we were going to take her off when when we put tyler on when stanley got sent off and we've got a game on thursday and you know you can see at the moment she's leading the line for us as a number nine um but no we decided to push her and we decided to already given 90 minutes and we think she'll react to that and like I say we just want to keep her on the pitch now and hopefully she'll continue to score goals and mid against Everton,
0: kind of attention now turns to that game um we've played them already so what are you
3: expecting from that on yeah they're a very enthusiastic team they've got some incredible young players um and they they made the game difficult for us in the moments that we allowed them to. But if we perform like we have today and we, uh, if you look at the Everton game when we played them at Southport, Pauline Bramer at the post, uh, Pauline Bramer had a chance at the back post, Tess Woollett had a chance, we could have been 3-0 at half time there and the WSL is so competitive now that if you are only 1-0 or 0-0, the opposition can get get something. You've seen from Birmingham, people would perceive we would just beat Birmingham easily but because we did put our chances away we ended up fighting for a 2-1 win. Today shows that we can be clinical and we just need to make sure that we bring this performance into Thursday. We've worked hard as a group and as a staff group to get all the players back fit, to have a team where like Laura Coombs is fully fit, she didn't make the bench today. Um, Now we lose another player that's an an influential player for us and it, it means that we have to try and find a solution and it's disappointing but it's part of the game and I think if we look at Stanway's career over the last five years, her tackling is so en- enthusiastic. She probably needs to work a little bit on her ability to put the brakes on and move her feet and not commit so many fouls. But that she's a young player, we'll work on that. Just on the quality
0: you've got side, You know, we've obviously lost Carroll, she's been back in the next game, but how well the squad has
3: adapted to that to that loss in midfield. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my proudest things of being the coach here is working with great people. Like last year, Gemma Bonner played a whole season at right back after having 10 seasons in centre half we've now got Janine Becky playing at right back and, and playing well Kazui has dropped a little bit deeper because she can play there and I, I get the fans at time or people will think that you're know, playing people out of position and maybe we've got it right back on the bench so why do we play Janine there ultimately my job is to play a team that I feel will 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 contribute to us continuing to win. Some players aren't ready yet. Some players need a little bit more coaching. Some players need to adapt to this league. So the likes of Matilda, Fidalgo and Tyler Toll in the Bucks, they just need a bit of time and they want to play. They're frustrated. They're working incredibly hard and they're being incredible people. that are staying positive and staying enthusiastic, but their time will come and, and they'll contribute to this team. But we just need a bit of time to improve them and get them to the level because you know, we have a high expectation here on winning. We want to win every game we play and, and sometimes it's difficult to get in the team We put Janine at right back and you can see she's doing a great job for us. So we'll continue to to try and find. I just want to win games for the fans and and they may not always agree with the decisions that I make, but it's always to try and better the team and keep winning.
4: Uh, Yeah, I'm alright. It's just one of them. You've got to take it, aren't you? Uh, But as a game overall, we're very happy. Um, Obviously, we were ruthless in going forward and that showed with the amount of goals we scored and then on a personal level, it's amazing to have played 100 games for this club, it's very special. obviously it's nice to do it on such a special day like today and to do it for the club but I think I couldn't I couldn't have done it without the girls I couldn't have done it without the staff so I'm obviously so so thankful to have them on board and, and to be a part of this team. I think that's just in how I play and I think a referee is always going to be watching me because I like to tackle strong and I'm ruthless in how I play so I think it's it's just one of them things and I'll rest and recover and make sure that I'm ready to go again on Sunday. Uh, yeah it was amazing and um, hopefully we can get more and more coming week in week out and My family were up there in the stands so it meant a lot to me um, to obviously get presented with the shirt um, and then obviously with the win and obviously scoring goals as well so can't really top the day off. Um, I think we can go as far as we want. Um, I think we're in a good position at the minute where we've got out of of the low that we were in. Um, Obviously we had a a bad run of games with the Champions League and and the loss to United and, and Arsenal but I think it's about us focusing on ourselves, getting back on track and we've done that with the win against Birmingham um, and then the international break where we trained very, very hard um, this past week and then obviously we've put out a performance like that and I think we needed to get better in the final third, which obviously today is one of them where we've done that and we've kept a clean sheet and we've been ruthless in the attack coming in at half time with it being 4-0. I think that automatically puts out a statement of, of who we are and what we want to do this season. We knew that we wanted to get back on track and we knew that in order for us to build momentum and to try and get confidence back in who we are and, and what we were believe in, we had to make sure that we got the win. Um, and Obviously, Ellen put the ball in the net like she does usual um, and it put us off on the right foot. Coming to Manchester City was the best decision I've ever made. Um, it was the easiest and I thank everyone that's been a part of my journey and, and my family and the staff here and the players and everybody that's kind of helped me to get to this point um, and obviously I wouldn't want to do it for any other club so I absolutely love Manchester City. Uh, yeah, so we kind of analysed the opposition and that was a weakness that we seen in their, op- in their goalkeeper is the fact that if you hit the ball hard and low and in the corners that any goalkeeper won't be able to get it but we knew that that goalkeeper was good um, aerially and, and kind of good with anything high and anything around her um, but we knew that if we got the ball down low then we'd go in um, and obviously that happened in three, four of the goals. We had to be on the front foot today. We had to put out a statement of who we are and what we represent, and we press from the front. Um, me and Ellen um, kind of initiated that, and we made sure that everybody followed. And we brought, we killed them so many times playing out from the back, and we, we probably could, could have scored more. Um, but we need to make sure now that we keep that going, and we need to make sure that we're ruthless in the final third. Ellen likes to stay in the for the goal, likes to get across and get in for, uh, for crosses in the box, um, whereas I kind of like to buzz around and of do my own thing as such Um, so we kind of complement each other very well Um, so I'm massively looking forward to playing with them more and more. On obviously reflecting in your time here at City, what have been the standout moments for you looking back on your career? Um, I think the things that you're always going to remember is the trophies that you lift, Um, moments like that when you're spending days at Wembley and and we've lifted since I've been here, Um, I've done five trophies um, and I've been here for four seasons so hopefully can keep building that. I've got a few more years left at City and hopefully I can stay on for longer after that um, and turn that 100 into 200.
0: good, it's been a while, I'm sorry it's been so long, how have you been? Yeah, I've been busy in December, lots of games to, you know, to follow
5: and uh, go to and follow the men and the women, it's a busy time
0: of year. Obviously, at the academy yesterday, what did you make of the game, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did, yeah, i thought we played
5: very well, but uh, it seemed to click and uh, the first half were devastating, weren't we, and uh, I don't think West Ham realised what I did to me, it's a bit like last year when we put seven passes and I thought we were going to do that again at one.
0: Well, half-heartedly wasn't expecting that kind of result though. I mean, 5-0 against West Ham, you know, they've improved massively since obviously that game where we did obviously beat them one, uh, 7-1, but I mean, to put 5 past West Ham was quite surprising really. Very much so, yeah. If you think back to the cup, final? I know we finished three, you know, but if you think back to it, we the Wembley, then the last season, the first half, they were the better
2: side, and it was a really tough game, so I was expecting a similar yeah. and, uh Played very well. I don't think give, uh, give West Ham a chance to get a
0: foothold in the game at all yesterday. I watched it back afterwards as well, and you know, we the first half; we were so dominant and you mm. know, possession we had in our uh, corners, we forced. You know, it was great to see. Yeah, I mean, that was it was kind of reminiscent of the sort of performances that we put in at the start of the season, where you know the passing was really fluid and you know, it, it mm. just felt like it was really coming together on the pitch. he kind of felt as though. It was the performance that we needed to sort of move past this lull of results. Yeah,
5: I mean, obviously we had a bad run with the three away defeats and, uh, yeah, so, and that was the, the last game when we, we beat Birmingham in a very you know, typical hard game. You we know, got all this with Birmingham and uh, yesterday, I think, I mean, for instance, like, you know, on the OST, we do a, a player of the match and yesterday was the closest vote we've ever had. Firstly, the pick four players to go into the vote, and then all four could have won it. They were all leading the poll at one point and I think that says a lot. Well, yesterday, everybody you
0: know, everybody could be on the game, and, and when that happens, we are you know, we are a very formidable team, yeah. I mean, and that was ref- reflected as well as, as to where the goals came from yesterday because it wasn't just sort of like one player contributing, it wasn't just Ellen, you know, Georgia Stanway got in, Hemp got in, Tessa got in, you know, it, it was really, really good, uh, to see a good spread of goals as well.
5: It was, yeah, it was. Mentioned there, they've all got
0: goals in mm. um, and yesterday, you know, just proved that You know, and it's, good, it's good to
5: have a goal threat from so many different players, you know, it's nice to have uh, a
0: see Ellen White with an early goal which obviously a poachers goal but it was a, a great finish from Ellen as well wasn't it? Just, just
5: classic Ellen White isn't it. It's, the, woman, the woman just knows where the back of the net is and you know it, it's a bit of a knack isn't it to do all this to say oh well you know she's in the right place at the right time but that in itself with a
0: knack and, and Ellen certainly has that knack. Yeah. You know she's an out-and-out goal scorer. Yeah. She
5: scores every type of goal you can think of and you know it's great to have her in the team.
0: And then in, in real quick succession, we had like Georgia Samway scoring two, and then I was trying to tweet out the score, and then we got another free Lauren, and it was it was it just went a bit manic for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. It, obviously, just gave two goals an assist, and then a red card, and
2: then
5: another a last afternoon. And a, a little bit. Uh, I, I didn't see the first foul at the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, second foul, you know, it, it was late we say
0: you know but
5: uh it's unfortunate to put a gunner on the day for her but she did play well yeah. um two goals and an assist and we all know what would
0: play a so. Yeah, i think there was just a lot of confusion around the red card incident because obviously the ref played advantage and then pulled it yeah. back and it just for a moment it kind of felt as if she'd got away with it and then and everyone was like all oh, right, what's going like? <laughs> what's going on now, kind of thing. And then she and was walking off the yeah. And then she was walking off the pitch.
5: The, it, there was a good delay between like you say that the ref
2: played on, and there's quite a quite a gap between the actual incident and then the, the issuing of the red card and yeah. uh, uh, <laughs>
5: watching it back on the television. I mean, you know, you yeah. see them, and sometimes it was fouls, you know, going first You yeah. know, it, it was a rule. Well, a yellow card, like debatable. Yeah. But,
0: I mean the ref had obviously had words with her during the game so whether it was yeah. surrounding the persistent fouling you know you don't know do you but I, she's seen in high spirits at the end of the game despite obviously getting the red card yeah. it was a great occasion obviously 100 appearances for the club I mean for such a young player it's such a massive achievement right, so It's an amazing achievement when you, were, you know,
5: when you weigh that up um, 100 games and she's only 20 I mean she's been around that first team more or less since she was 16 and- hasn't so it's it's a great achievement and and, you know who knows what she could want to achieve in the game she's got the uh, rules at her feet it's a cliche I know but it's true I think she could be as good as anybody
0: second half Tessa was awarded with a goal for her efforts. she'd had a really good game as well I thought she had a great in fact I would say she had the best game of the season I thought she influenced the game well yesterday I thought she
2: um, made things happen around her and as I say everybody played well but
5: He had a great
2: game, I guess. I thought she's been she's been great this season, Janine.
0: Um, Caroline's on that midfield, when you consider that Kiera wasn't there. Mm-hmm. They served in the last game with her, and we didn't miss that. Yeah, because the midfield was, was still dominant, and that you know that in itself is a company. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so looking ahead now to uh, to Thursday and our last game in the County Cup against uh, well the County Cup group stage, shall I say against Everton, we must right. w- win really from our perspective. It is because, as you
5: say, it's our last game. But there is a round of game, a round of fixtures after this round because obviously there's a lot of teams in the group, so we don't play in the last in the last round. So we need to get a win really to give us a, a good chance of progressing. Obviously losing to United, um, you know, if United go on and win their last two games, they would top the group, and then we could qualify as runners up. Or you know, we have another match to play during the last game after the league. I think United play, they play Leicester this week, and then. Um, Already played the
2: this season. Um we've been one nil, but it
0: was a very tight game and it was terrible conditions on the day. Never an easy place to go. And obviously I don't yesterday's result. Yeah, uh Derby win wasn't it? Uh, um, yeah. uh, against Liverpool at Anfield, uh massive no. twenty three thousand five hundred was it? Something like that, yeah. Chloe Kelly, I mean, we've just got to talk about her, I mean, how well she's doing this season, it's just pretty unbelievable, I mean, she, yeah. I think she was quoted as saying, I read something in the week about her saying she was at, like, 70%, I mean, imagine what she's going to be like at 100, that's just, it's unbelievable. Well, actually, yeah. good young player that, yeah, uh, yeah an she's scored a couple of already this season, not
5: she,
0: so... Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tough team. In terms of their results, I mean, Willie really Kirk seems to have got the balance quite right within the squad and they've picked up some really good results, but they have I, I don't think they've picked up any points yet in this County Cup group, so they'll be looking to obviously get something for the table as well. We will, because they have two games left for them,
5: so yeah. for them to have any chance at all, they need to win to on Thursday. So. But as you said, we do as well debate what Nick will do with the team because you've got to remember we've got Bristol away on Sunday as well so mm-hmm. he's got two games to plan for so he might utilise the full squad he may see a bit rotational will see Kira come back into the fold mm-hmm.
0: uh, which is a good thing um, you know but has got a good squad there the players that I know it was yesterday when Kyla um, Tolan came on out while she played and her tackling was fierce and you know so she might get a run out mm-hmm. uh, it'd be interesting to see the team on Thursday because like I say you do know, have to think Sunday as well so it is one of those sort of important periods especially when the games are coming thick and fast you know like they have yeah. been so you know it's really important now for obviously City to get this result because otherwise it'll be probably on reflection not such a great month given I, think, yeah. I know, I mean, obviously this point, it's quite too out of Europe because there's not much we can do about that now you've just got to focus on the games coming up it's a really important these two this week, and then before Christmas we've got three more vital league games, two at home, and then obviously we've got Chelsea away, mm-hmm. uh, mass Chelsea away. The other games are equally as important because we've got to put those points on the board. And you know, and then there's a break for the Christmas period. So if we take it in bite-sized chunks, and just worry about games from now to Christmas. If we, can, if we can have a good period and a good run and get some wins, we're going to the Christmas break, sitting in Christmas. Yeah. So I think that's the priority. So um, we've had some questions on Facebook. We put out if there was anything they'd like us to discuss on the podcast tonight. So Alan's got in touch. and um, Miss Alan, I haven't se- we've not seen him for so long. No, it been a while, hasn't I know. Um, but he's um, saying after a poor run of results, do you think the victory against West Ham will become as a bit of a turning point for the season so far? Um, well, I think it's important to point out, you know, in the league, we still only conceded one goal. but I'm not
5: sure about turning point. I think we've done well. I mean, The day we could have made it our draw. Um, you know, so I wouldn't see it Certainly turning point. I think we've been quite, quite good in the league this season. We've ground out results, and we have to, yeah. as we said, have no away. Um, other than that, we play as well. So I'm not sure about the turning point, but it is it, certainly a boost after the three away defeats to have lost to you know in Europe and then lost to United in the cup and the Arsenal League game. You don't either want a run like that to continue. So, no. you know, getting the Birmingham uh, is one thing, but yesterday, the way we played, it, it can only breed um, confidence playing that well
0: against the good side as well. We have had a really good start. I think we're, we're not used to these sort of dips in performances. You know, like Nick said, we've been so consistent, we've got the results, you know, every team goes through some sort of period like this, and hopefully we've we've rolled it now and that's it and we can just move forward and just concentrate on what's ahead and rather than sort of thinking about what happened you know a few weeks ago you yeah. know what I mean. It, I mean it... a lot of managers always say they find out more about
5: the players sometimes in defeats than they do wins. you know and see how players react and you know we, we went to the Arsenal game and we, we, on another day
2: that could easily be the draw you know we yeah. so and that's
5: not a very good side. You've got to remember that we've got an excellent home record, really good home record, and um, it's a tough place to go for any team. So, you know, it's not the end of the world to narrowly lost there. We're disappointed in Europe. I would say we didn't play well against United. I don't think anyone would argue that we, didn't, we did play well on the day, and, uh, you know, if you don't play well against the team that they is playing well as United, we're.
0: move on to the next game and start again and I think we've done that pretty well with the last two games to get two wins you know and now we're going to this really important period starting with these two away games this week and I think if we can win both of these games you know the confidence grows and you know winning breeds confidence Absolutely um, Jude said what are our thoughts on the comments that Tessa's made uh, about her lack of minutes in the media she was speaking to I believe Belgian press uh, during the international break she's sp- spoken quite openly about how she's felt at uh, uh, City um, and just wanted to get your thoughts I mean I've got I've got the quotes here well, I always take these things with the can
5: just talk sometimes things are lost in translation the way she played yesterday she'll have no problems um, in fitting into the team I'm, I'm playing and Nick will play good players that are informed. and she's certainly informed after yesterday so mm-hmm. I wouldn't read too much into her tone and, and just move on a lot of players are different whether they're foreign English or not some players go to a new club Mm-hmm. Take a while, whether it be men's game,
0: women's game, uh, I also don't uh, read much into them. No. I mean, I think, at the end of the day, you know, she's spoken quite honestly, she's an honest person, and, you know, like you said, I, I don't really read too much into that. I only really take notice if it's come directly from the club, and I think that's what fans sort of need to do as well. You know, it, you don't read too much into things like that, because it's not a true reflection of how that player is, or how that player is feeling, or one thing or another. So for me, it's like you said, just move on. You know. As a city fan, you know, you get used to city to news and city to, to, hour uh, reports, whatever we say and do. A lot of it, I take with
5: a pinch of salt. So mm-hmm. I would advise not to do the same and just look at the evidence in front of your own eyes. If you look at the
0: evidence of how she played yesterday, she certainly mm-hmm. played well yesterday. Uh, and she and she um, has been playing. She's been. Yeah playing regularly she's pretty much always made the start in 11 so you know there's yeah. obviously nick sees the quality within her and believes that she can contribute to the squad you know players yeah. have off games players you don't know, don't aren't as involved as probably what they'd like to be i mean we all know that you know for for the belgian team she's played in a you know in a different position in a different role, but. You know, if Nick sees her in that role and, you know, it suits. I mean, like yesterday, it worked great. You know, she was really getting stuck in and it was great to see. I mean, she was a core part of a lot of the play yesterday. To us, Nick knows what he's doing. He's got top international players in a lot of positions. And he's also got to find, you know, horses for courses with certain games where he might think someone could do a better job in a position. He's got a good manager. the is a man who's won a lot of trophies. You know, he's a very experienced. Now, he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, just to take the best team for for each game. Mm-hmm. And, and Katie said, "No, we need experienced players on the pitch. But why are the new signings not getting any game time for this season? Because obviously, the likes of like t- Tyler Toland have come into the squad. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about Mathilde, uh, and not." really getting much game time for City, Uh, players like that that obviously we've bought in over the summer that haven't really been that much involved with the squad, fans are quite um, surprised to see them not as involved with the squad. major signing from the summer coming in and mm-hmm. I'm playing. So mm-hmm. I'm sure the others will all have a part to play. Yeah. I, you can see the um the goalkeeper with San Francisco may play on Thursday. I don't know what Nick's thinking is with that, but uh, you know, he might want to play on the Conte Cup and get give Ellie a break or he might just stick with Ellie. And and then we have got K B G back towards Christmas. So he's got you know he's got to cover all bases. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they will play more games <laughs> as the season goes on. Yeah. But, I mean, Nick did sort of touch up upon this in in his post-match, actually, which will be sort of in the audio, either before or after this. I don't, <laughs> I don't know yet, because we're talking separately. But he did actually touch up upon it. Um, and he was saying um, about those players, the likes of like uh, Tyler and, and Jess Park, you know, fitting in with the way he wants them to play, adapting to the league. So that could obviously really refers to sort of Matilde who's obviously come in and doesn't really know the WSL and understand the league as well um, but he uh, credited them for their work ethic and the you know the efforts that they've been putting in and um, it's not going unrecognised and you know he, he holds them in high regard so hopefully you know hope we will see more of them soon.
5: Out, but he does have to think that he's got a game on Sunday as well, so it's he, he, all about game management and player management, recovery times come into it, mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: But he has got a lot of talented players, and you know, he can't play them all every game, obviously. So, yeah, you know, it's about rotation, it's about like I say, management
5: and uh, player management and recovery times, everything comes into play. Jeff has played, Jess Park has played, uh, minute 15, and she looked good when she's played Tyler yesterday. Well
0: at Arsenal. You know, they've the, all got the parts to play, and I'm sure you know we don't risk injury on anybody. But if someone does get injured, these players are ready
5: to come
0: in, mm-hmm. and, and ready to go, and you know, the squad gave me those. And and Lee as well. I forgot to mention Lee. Yeah, Lee. Yeah. She's <laughs> looked good since she's come on and she's played
5: a But as you say, Matilda and Lee are new to this
0: country as well, so sometimes yeah. it just takes a while. I back mean, back it's a back massive, back. massive transition, isn't it, really? Thank you for that so we're just going to have a bit of a chat then about uh away days information for fans that are making the trip to everton on thursday and a bit for fans are uh, that are making the trip to bristol Stoke Gifford yeah. stadium on sunday right <laughs> these early starts. <laughs> how, how many have we had this this season so far it's just ridiculous Kelsey, when we go to chelsea later, even 12 o'clock even earlier oh, um, but Sunday, 12 13 as you
2: say when you're, you're going to the country that means unfortunately a nice early start for everybody on yeah. Sunday morning. i'll give you the address anyway stoke gifford stadium which is part of the stoke gifford sports campus the university and the college it's um, just a limited parking but you should be okay to get there early enough and, and park up there uh, again you can pay on the gate or in advance uh, you can get them on Bristol's website at the moment tickets for £6
5: and 4 3 and £2 concessions depending on age youth, and over 65 on the day they all go I believe on the day is £89 for adults and a different concessions. so a lot of clubs have this policy now if you can that back
0: have mm-hmm. uh, so like like uh, been a number of times. to Rich from Support, but, uh, Yeah, Rich yeah, well. we'll get get his view on it from a Bristol fan point of view. So, yeah, yeah well, looking forward catching, to speaking uh, to him. Long-
5: if anybody does want any more information on either of the games, I can help you contact us on the OSC Twitter, I'll answer any questions I can, and if I can't answer them, I'll try and find someone who can for you, so if you want any more info on Everton or Bristol, get in touch, and if you are going
0: to either the games, it'd be great to see you there. Yeah, Um, I can't let you go Dave without a cheeky little prediction, (laughs) Um, to (laughs) start with Everton. (laughs) Yeah, two clean sheets as well I mean yeah. Ellie's been fantastic for us this season already the whole, yeah the whole defence has
5: been brilliant really we only got
2: in one goal and, in the league
0: and yeah Ellie has been fantastic um, Gemma and Steph have been brilliant love, you know it's great defense. it's great yeah that central defensive partnership uh, that Steph and uh, Gemma have um, obviously now got for us this season uh, with obviously uh, the departure of Jenny Beattie, you know, they've they've done yeah. really well together, haven't they? Well, when you look at was obviously one you know, of the first names on the
2: team sheet when she was there, you know, she's a big loss, you think, oh, we're losing the main player there. Mm-hmm. So to be going
5: in like towards the end of November now and it's fans played so well, it's great to see that, that, that will, Yeah. You know, And there were people really this time last year saying, oh, when's Gemma Bonner going to play
2: out, why do you play out this? It's the same as what we've seen before, you know,
5: the time comes, doesn't it, when they yeah.
2: Exactly. Oh, I a
0: job. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to put in um, a lot of work with new players, I mean, even, <clears throat> even the best players can obviously adapt, you know, to the squads and their environments and, you know, everything, you know, there's a lot to consider, there's a lot of aspects, you know, that obviously changes when the player moves to a new club. And obviously, with that, you know, like you said, that the time does come, and you know that the, they're called upon, and they're there, and they're ready, and that's all you can ask for out of your players. And yeah. you know, when yeah. you've got a, yeah. a big squad that allows us to obviously have that rotation. I mean, look at the minutes that Jill Scott's played for us this season. I mean, I think Sunday was the first time I'd seen her go off, you know, for for us in a yeah. while. So that's quite, and everyone was quite like, "Oh, what's up with Jill?" You know, yeah. it, I think it was said before I think it's about managing the players properly yeah. there's a lot of games and I think that's what that was yesterday and putting Tyler on just to see
5: how she was in midfield and you know, just in case you need to call on a, on a, more, you know, on a longer basis you know, it wouldn't be the first time she's been in there because now he's given a minute in there it's, it's good management I think wow. yeah. that
2: there's
5: nothing wrong with it we're, we're, we're a and, and managing
2: the players and thinking about the head you know, games coming up when you find them up and things like that yeah
0: absolutely well it was always really good to speak to you dave hopefully um we can catch up after bristol and um, see how you get on yeah. we can discuss the fixtures and the results and hopefully there will uh, be good wins for us this week i hope so i hope we'll be too I I can <laughs> say. And, yeah, i'm happy to talk to you anytime And um, we've got that big game of chelsea coming up in
5: december so i'm sure we'll
0: be talking before that yeah see if we can get um, simon on
5: <laughs> yeah it be, uh, be buzzing for that one yeah. but yeah it'll be, big, it'll, be, it'll, be, uh, it'll be
0: a big game but we, we can't just focus on that we not worry about the games before that um, one game at a time we'll please say one absolutely. game at time absolutely alright Dave well take care and I'll speak to you soon thanks Emma right. we'll just speak to you bye cheers bye and that's it for this week's episode of MCW Fancast hope you've enjoyed it it's certainly good to be back thanks to Dave from the OSC for joining me on this week's show Um, If you've got any comments on anything we've discussed this week, you can get in touch with us on our social media, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Um, You should be able to find us at MCW Fancast. So let us know your thoughts. Um, And we'll be back next week.